and in my normal routine because it was a mind-boggling and kind of shocking experience to me and happy to get my head uh, wrapped around my uh, life again. Happy to be back. Well, have a great show planned for you. I was happy to put that together too. It's it's very um, intensive, but it's going to be a good show. There's a lot of information I need to pack into these three hours. I don't have a guest scheduled because it's going to be me and you. The reason being is that we are repeating the same cycles over and over again. I know this may be repetitive to you, but guess what? The system is re- being repetitive uh, on you as well. And you are becoming a victim once again. I'm watching it happen. I don't want it to happen, but there's one common denominator in here, and that is you. So if, in fact, there is a second crash, a second market crash, it's only going to be because of you. It's going to be because of you, the consumer, because of an uneducated or even if, in fact, someone did try to educate you because you didn't listen, consumer. That's why it's going to happen. And you, once again, will be the victim. You'll be standing there wondering, where did my equity go? Where did my money go? Why did it happen like this? How did it happen to me when I'm telling you, I've told you, and I'll tell you time and time again how it happens, why it happens, and how you can avoid it. And today's show is all about each and every single thing whereby you can get taken and scammed. I've enumerated all of them as a buyer and seller, so it's going to be hugely important for you to listen. For you to have other people tune in and listen. Because if you've never listened to my show or never told anybody else to listen to my show before, today's the day to do it. Because I'm going to tell you how to avoid getting messed up and all the ways you can get messed up. In every single way, people come at you with a scam. After having my previous experience on on vacation... I'm going to protect you from all the ways people come at you so you know what to expect when it happens or when your antennas go up and say, hey, I heard this on Real Estate 101. Is this what's happening to me? You can pick up the phone and call me and say, is this what's happening to me? And I can tell you yes or no or help you sort it out like I did this past week with a couple of listeners who came in the office and talked to me about their situation. You know, all it takes is, if I go, if, if if I have a pain, I'm not gonna go to my my uncle or cousin or brother. If it's in my side, I'm gonna go to a doctor so they can tell me what it exactly what it is. I'm not gonna guess or let someone else tell me because they had a pain too. You 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 see what I'm saying? But I'm in the studio today until three o'clock, four oh four, eight nine two two seven zero three. I'm taking phone calls. We have great deals of the decade. I just have to tell you, these are out of Henry County and they are both amazing. These are the deals of the decade, truly, that I save for my clients, these two today. You get great deals all the time, but sometimes, you know, I got to pull them aside for my people. These two are, are, both of them are those deals, especially the bigger one, especially the higher priced one. And it's really not that high priced. It's unbelievable. It's cheaper. It would still cheaper than rent for a huge family. And this house has everything you want. Okay. Out of Henry County. 
So please tune in. You know that comes up at the 1 o'clock hour. Then we have great news stories, which are indicative of every single thing I've been telling you. They will corroborate everything I've told you on the show up until today. So listen in for the news stories. And then we have upcoming events, too, that I'm excited to talk about. But I'm back, and I'm happy, and I'm happy to be with you. And I feel safe and secure somewhat here back in the U.S., and we're going to have a good show, 404-892-2703. So if you have any questions, I'm happy, happy, happy to be back and, and to answer them for you today. This is Real Estate 101. I'm Mary Gill, News and Talk 1380 WAOK. I'm back in a minute. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Foreclosures, short sales, reverse mortgages. We talk about it all with Mary Gill on Real Estate 101 on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Hello, I'm Jonathan Crandall with Stoddard Range and Guns. You're listening to Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Call us at 404-892-2703 on News back everyone news and talk 1380 WAOK shows real estate 101 I'm Mary Gill and I took I picked that song because I do have a new attitude I learned a lot of lessons I've tightened things up and I know what I need to do and there were it was jam-packed with lessons and I'm just still sorting them out everything that I learned on my trip and you know a lesson even if in fact you go through the fire you come through it it's a good thing a lesson is always a good thing um, I'm learning the studio, too. We got a new studio, so I'm going to go to Spencer. He's, he's on one. Do I press it or you? A witch. Okay. Hey, Spencer. Hello, Mary. Good day to you. How you doing? I'm doing um, at a Midland, Parley Cloud. <laughs> What's going on with you? Mary, uh, I'm going to go get one of my pet peeves about radio call-in uh, callers that, that want to set their own agenda like his last show. Uh-huh. But I have two questions for you, Mary. Sure. I have two questions for you and one comment. 
And now I'm going to get my against my pet peeve by even saying that. But first of all, since I dubbed you the Harriet Tubman of Ready of Real Estate, uh, what do you think about the fact that they gonna put her on the twenty dollar bill? Okay. Um I always think that in reference to uh let's see what I wanna say. Black History Month, um Martin Luther King Day and now Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill is I just always I always think that they just throw us a bone and, you know, we say, Oh well, we made it this far, you know. I we look how far we've come, and it's all a ruse. It's just all a, uh, it's all a facade. So it's just fake. It's something to appease the masses, and they gobble it up all day long and say we've come so far. Well, is that really true? So that's how I feel about it. You there? Spencer, Spencer, if you can hear me, call me back because I don't know what happened to you, but I did tell you about the $20 bill. Okay, and then I'll answer your other questions and you can say what you need to say, but somehow we I don't know what happened to him, but we lost him. We were in a brand new studio, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so we're all getting used to these new things. So Spencer called back. I don't think it was on our part because my light was still lit up, so we'll, we'll get you back. Call back. And anybody else... If you have questions, please call as well. I was fortunate enough this past week to have two clients come in and talk about their situations. And this is what I love. I don't mind helping people. You need to understand that it's my purpose. And that was more defined for me during after this trip. It's more defined that this is my purpose is to help and to help you and to help navigate you successfully. However... That doesn't mean uh, I'm putting myself out there to have my time wasted or be taken or to be utilized uh, without consideration. I'm here to help you if you have a sincere and honest problem. And then um, I'm happy to help. But don't expect to get something for nothing if, in fact, you're in a position to pay me for advice in reference to real estate, and it's a transaction whereby you're not represented. So don't expect that. I will, if in fact there's no, like this happened earlier this week, and I'm happy to do this. If there's no agent involved and you just want to transfer from one person to another, maybe you've been living in the house and the, the uh, owner wants to sell it to you, I'm happy to be a transaction agent. I can handle the transaction for you. I'll do that. But people have come to me and have said, you know, well, the seller doesn't want it to any agent involved and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, and But can you still help me for free? And I, that's just not happening. It's not going to happen. If you get into a bind like has previously happened and you're up against the date whereby they're going to, you're going to lose your property due to taxes or foreclosure and you're freaking out, then you come to me. Yes, I'm happy to help you. Or if you have a title issue and you don't know what to do because the estate was not probated properly, 
title was not passed properly. You think you got it when your spouse died, when in reality you didn't. That's happened more often than not. And I'm telling you right now, deed holder out there, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, John Q. Public, if you hold a deed with your spouse and they've passed away, you need to call me. I'll put you in touch with an attorney to determine whether or not you even own the property because you probably don't. Deeds made back then, way back in the day, did not protect you as joint tenants with right of survivorship, and so you only own half of it. You have to probate it to get the other half that your spouse owned. Don't think you automatically got it because you both owned it and they passed away. Unless there's specific wording in your deed, you did not automatically get it. Did you say left-hand slide? Uh, hey, did I get him back? Did I? Hey, you there? Yes, Mary, I'm here. Okay, good. Okay. I'm sorry about that telephone snafu, but it might have been on your end since you're in a new studio. It might have been, Spencer. I probably, I'll take the blame. Okay, my second question is, what do you think about those little houses they've been building it it's on wheels they call tiny houses what do you think about those mary i i love those houses <laughs> mary i do too because the house that i currently live in is a two-bedroom two-bath um i could probably you know like just throw a stick from one end of my little place to the next and that's all i really need I don't need a ton of space. I've had a big house full of people that, <laughs> and have had to take care of it. And now I'm living in a little two-bedroom, two-bath condo by myself. And believe me, when I go to sleep at night and get that remote control, I feel like I'm in heaven, Spencer. Okay? I'm in heaven. And it's a teeny little space. I think this is really, truly, due to the population, I think this is going to be one of the answers, especially for our, our elderly, because there's we have no place to put them. They're on waiting lists, trying to get um, housing and things like that. So if you want Mary, I hear the music. You're going to hold. My comment was. You hold on. Don't. No. Nope. Okay, I'll hold, hold on. on, Mary. Hold on. Hold on. 404-892-2703. I'm Mary Gill, Real Estate 101, back in the studio. I'm going to tell you how to avoid being a victim as a buyer or seller today. But if you have any questions, we're here for you. Real Estate 101, back in a minute. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Real estate issues? We've got your answers on Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. at 404-892-2703 on News and Talk 1380. W-A-O-K. 
professor, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. I'm the CAA. We're back, everyone. News and Talk 1380 WAOK Real Estate 101. I'm Mary Gill. And the playlist today came as a result of me trying to center myself and bring my mind back into normalcy after my vacation. So I'm going to be here. You're going to be hearing all the songs that I love, and that will just make my mind right today. But uh, you had one last thought, Spencer? Yes, Mary. I have one comment. Okay. Um, I got to say, you're a brave girl to even contemplate a trip to Mexico. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's like, but if something goes wrong, it really goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've been away. I've been to Jamaica like four times and stayed in yes, resorts and things like Jamaica that. before. And... Uh, I didn't realize when I went there, there was political strife in Kingston. I didn't, because I had no plans of going to Kingston anyway. I yeah. want to see the grill and the, right. the waterfalls and all mm-hmm. that. Yes, I and I went through Sandtown, and I was looking at the Bob Marley uh, documentary of it. I didn't know that's where he was. When I went through there, I saw a man toting a big old red snap on his shoulder and little. But I didn't know that that's where Bob Marley grew up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they actually had him do, when they were in the middle of some uh, civil unrest, that's the reason for his, his, I think it's called his One Love concert that they did. He did the concert in order to, like, squash the the beef that was going on. And um, he's the one who brought... He brought peace to it, to the to the people as a result of that concert. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though I set my own agenda today with you, Mary, I'm I'm glad I was able to get in all of my agenda. Well, I'm glad to talk to you again, Spencer. And I'm glad. It's always Maybe. good seeing you, Mary. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. Harry Tubman of Real Estate. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Hey, Troy. How are you doing, Mary? I'm doing pretty good. What's up? I just had a few questions for you. Um, my grandmother has terminal cancer, and um, she wanted me to have her rental property that she owned. And it currently is a mortgage still owned on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I in turn did was did a quick claim deed on the property itself. Okay, so and that that was part of my agenda, uh, part of my my list for today. But go ahead and tell me, so then I can cover that part right now. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So what I did was during that time, I went to try to get financing and I found out that um, the banks were considering it investment property. So I would have to uh, put down a down payment of 20%, which I didn't, I don't have during the time. And I was also told that if I waited a year, then I could just do a regular finance without having to uh, put down 20% as required. Okay. So did she quit claim it to you? all by yourself or did she quit claim you onto it with herself uh i'm quit claimed all by myself on the property all right let me just tell you but the mortgage is the mortgage is still in her name okay all right let me tell you something that a lot of people don't know and this probably won't affect you as far as getting a loan is concerned because it's really not on the radar of the current mortgage holder but the current mortgage holder on that house in their paperwork that your grandma you say your grandmother that she signed with the mortgage company it says that she is not allowed it's called a it's called a defeasant a defeasant 
defeasance clause, due on sale clause. When mm-hmm. she, it says when she transfers title to the property that she's supposed to pay off the loan. So in reality, she was not supposed to t- to transfer title to you solely. Now she could mm-hmm. have she could have transferred it to both of you, with her mm-hmm. still on it on title because she is on the mortgage. So she wasn't supposed to transfer it to you. And a lot of people don't know that because everybody's doing it all over the place. That's why it was on my. That was on my list today to talk about. But after a year, yes, more than likely you'll just be able to go ahead and refinance the situation. Hopefully some lenders do it. I recently talked to a a lender that I work with and they don't do it. Some things are coming back. Some things are not coming back. That was a way to do things previously back in the day of the, you know, every mortgages everywhere situation but that'll that would that would probably work it will okay. probably work hopefully gotcha. because now you have title for a year right right you see what okay. i'm saying so there nobody's going to bring up the fact that they transfer title unless in fact your grandmother or somebody defaults on the loan then the current lender will probably do a um you know make like send a demand letter for the whole amount of the mortgage. So so I have to stay up on the payments. So that is not on anybody's radar. Yeah, that's a good thing. I just uh, are renewing the lease with the tenants for another year, locking them in. So I shouldn't have any problems with that. And I should be good to go. Cool. And they will, they love it. So that's a good thing. They don't want to move. Well, see it is, it will still be investment property unless you refinance it as a primary residence. And then you only have to, I mean, I don't know if they if they make you buy it or refinance it, but you may have to have some money to put down three and a half percent down if it's if it's a uh, primary residence. But uh, this is what I I suggest you do at the time when you get ready to do it. You can call me and we'll find a ton, like a number of different options for you and the one that fits you best. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll do that. All right, Troy, uh, I appreciate your call. All right, Mary, thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. That was one that I was going to cover. It was later in the show, but it was don't quit claim your property over to anyone for any money. Now, that was not the case with the caller, Troy, but do not quit claim your property. Sometimes we get pressed. We get to the wire with reference to being back up on our payments or taxes owed and things like that. And then the vultures come out, the sharks come out and start swimming around you. And then they say, you quit claim it over to me. And then I will pay the difference or whatever, or I'll give you some money. And the only time they do that, only time they really do that is if they see profit. And if they see profit, there's, they're taking your profit. So always know this, that if that's the case, there's probably more than likely a way for you to fix it. You just need some advice. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. But if you have any questions, we're here today for you. 404-892-2703. You know what happens at 1 o'clock. Great deals of the decade out of Henry County. News and Talk 1380. WAOK. Back in a minute. Thinking about buying a home but don't have the first clue of what to do? Call Mary Gill now on Real Estate 101, 404-892-2703. News and Talk 1380 WAOK.
We're back, everyone. Welcome, News and Talk 1380 WAOK. You've tuned into Real Estate 101, and I'm your show host, Mary Gill. I want to go down, start going down this list with a nice clip because there's a lot on here, and you need to know it. These are the ways that you can get messed up. Initially, and of course, first and foremost, is your agent. You're, when you attach yourself to an agent, understand that you're attaching yourself to a level of ethics, their level of ethics, whether or not they're going to help you or whether or not they're actually just trying to close a transaction so that they can get paid, whether or not their allegiance is to you and your transaction and the future success of your finances or whether or not their allegiance is to their own bank account. So you have to really feel comfortable with your agent. It's hard. There are, there, I'm going to tell you, they're, they're, they're far and few between, but they're are some out there that care more about you and us you having a successful transaction than their own personal benefit someone who takes this seriously and is emotionally involved in it as you are for for your success that's the best way i can put it it's because you know this whatever you buy it's going to make or break you, period. That's just the bottom line. It's going to make or break you. That means you're going to make money on it or you're going to lose money on it. And very rarely do you get out, you know, even break even by the skin of your teeth. If, in fact, you do that, consider yourself successful. If it's a property that would have otherwise plummeted in value. If you get out and you break even, be happy. But more often than not, one of the two are going to happen, and you want to be on the winning side, on the positive side. So your agent uh, has to have a formula, a formula that they have utilized over the year, over the years, I'm sorry, to apply to different houses that they are bringing to you to potentially buy. If And, and, and ask them why. What What is it about these houses that... You recommend these houses. I've had people come to me after being with other agents and say, you know what? I was offended at the houses this agent took me to, that I would actually live there. If that agent would not live in that house, why in the world would you listen to that agent on buying that house? I only sell houses to people that I would live in, including investors. Okay? That's ridiculous. All right, I'm going to move on. I'm not going to belabor these because there's too many. Lender versus broker. All right, recently, again, I've had two clients come to me within the past couple of weeks with their own lenders slash really broker. And you, as John Q. Public, you don't know the difference between a lender and a broker unless you listen to my show, unless you've taken notes, unless you have been able to ultimately comprehend that they are completely different. So a broker is a middleman. He makes money off your loan and immediately transfers it over to the lender. So you can have, you know, uh, ABC Mortgage Company, and they sound like a mortgage company, right? So you're going to them. But the lender has the actual money to lend. The broker is putting it together, submitting it to the lender. 
what can go wrong here? And and let me just interject this, you guys, because I'm going to go through it with a nice clip in here because I have a lot to tell you. But as you're listening, if you have a question about something I've said or need clarification, please, please, please call me 404-892-2703. I want you to be clear about this. So the broker will give you a higher interest rate. The broker will give you higher fees because that's how they make their money. And also what we're learning today in today's market is the lender will willingly, without hesitation, pay your closing costs for you. The broker will not. So the number one question you need to ask this person to determine whether or not they're a lender or a broker, well, first of all, are you a lender or are you a broker? And they'll tell you. The second is, will you pay my closing costs and still give me under 4%? If they tell you they're a broker or if they tell you, no, we won't, that you need to have the seller pay part of your closing costs, you're messing yourself up. I don't care who this person is. I don't care if they're your brother, okay? Because right now, you're messing your deal up for your brother. Let's say he's the broker. And the payment that you pay on that higher interest rate is over 30 years. So you're paying on higher payment for your brother for 30 years. You want to do that for your brother so he can get a, a little check right now? You don't really want to do that. So you want to go to the lender. That's why I use lenders. Because also, and here's the number one key in today's market. Listen carefully. Agents out there for your clients who are stuck with your friends, who are the brokers, listen carefully. In today's tough, tough, tough market and very competitive market, it always benefits you to present an offer with no closing cost contribution. That is the edge. That's your edge over the other competition and the other offers that are coming across. Believe me, I've employed that tactic time and time again in today's market. I thank God, I'm going to say it, that I have Greg Clemens of CBC National Mortgage. Agents use him. If you want this deal, he will. And, and buyers, if your agent is telling you to use somebody else, Greg Clemens, CBC Mortgage, I'm just telling you I have no personal allegiances to him. I tell people I don't even know his kids' names, Okay. But he will pay my clients closing costs and still give them under 4% interest rate. That's my allegiance to him. 404-892-2703. When we come back from the break, you know what time it is. It's time for Dual Decade from Henry County. News and Talk 1380, WAOK, back in a minute. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. News and Talk 
Welcome back, everyone. News and Talk 1380 WAOK. It's Real Estate 101. I'm Mary Gillen. When you hear that, you know what time it is. It's time for our deal of the decade. These are two great, 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 I can't stress enough, great houses in Henry County, okay? The first one is in McDonough. Let me tell you why this is so great. First of all, it was built in 2002. It appears to me as if it has hardy plank siding on it, which is this immense siding. It's a two-car garage. And ladies and gentlemen, wait for it. Yes, it's a ranch. What does that mean for you? Uh, thir- let me see, 30s to 50-year-olds? That means you buy this for your parents to live in because there's no place for them to live these days, okay? It's a growing problem, and we're being affected the worst. Please understand this. So this is a ranch. No upstairs, no downstairs. Relatively new on 1.02 acres. Nice, nice, nice house. And guess what? Newsflash, it's a HUD foreclosure. That means 100% financing. You cannot beat this deal. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It previously was bought for 133 in 0-3 and then in 08 they refinanced it for 161 so it did have higher value maybe not that high that was probably just a little overvalued in reference to I guess maybe it was a refinance it doesn't say it was a purchase on the records um however right now you can buy this 2305 square feet house on over one acre and it's amazing it's beautiful you need to go there and look at it for a hundred and twenty nine thousand a hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars that's crazy people what's the payment i mean six hundred dollars seven hundred dollars with taxes and insurance in it go to www.hudhomestore.com www.hudhomestore.com and you will see this four bedroom two and a half bath it's located at 251 cobblestone lane 251 Cobblestone Lane, McDonough, Georgia, 30252. Amazing, amazing house. I'm just telling you right now. I would buy this house uh, 10 times. I'd buy this house. There you go. That's the little, that's the littler house. Now, this house, this is unreal. Okay. This house is in McDonough as well. It's a four-bedroom, three and a half bath house with a full basement gentlemen 1641 square feet in the basement alone the building is 3543 square feet is that huge or what built in 2004 four-sided brick house all right it's absolutely gorgeous you want to know why it's absolutely gorgeous because it is a Fannie Mae foreclosure and what does Fannie Mae do they renovate all of their houses to perfection it is a perfect house. This house previously sold for $359,000. It is currently going for $239,000. Are you serious? That's $100,000 in equity. Over. And even if, in fact, that was overpriced somewhat... You still got fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars worth of equity in there. It's crazy. It's really beautiful. Okay, this house is located at one sixteen Lockmere L O C H M E R E Lane. 
L-O-C-H-M-E-R-E Lane, McDonough, Georgia, 30252. And you can find it on the Fannie Mae foreclosure website. It's a foreclosure, www.homepath.com, www.homepath.com. And it was built in 2004. So it's a relatively new house and probably the systems are still working great. I'm sure it's got two heating and air conditioning systems. If in fact it doesn't have already have three because you need one for the basement in and of itself. But there you go. That's an amazing and beautiful house. I hope you all like it because this one, actually both of these, I would buy myself in a New York minute. And I, if I had a client down in Henry County right now, you wouldn't be hearing about them on the radio. Okay, 404-892-2703. The next thing I want to talk to you about is interest rates. Please understand something. Interest rates are 4% or lower unless you are at a lower purchase price. The lower the purchase price goes, the higher the interest rate goes. You might get a little bit over 4% if, in fact, you're at 100000 120000 but it's not 45 4.75%. So if your broker or lender is telling you that that's what it is, then you're really pretty much getting jacked, okay? If you're at a $200,000 price range, then you definitely can get under 4% all day long. And if you don't, well, then again, you are being a victim of the market see how that works and now that you know hopefully it won't happen to you so when it does happen to you and they present to you that good faith estimate or trid as they call it today or whatever it is when they give it to you and it says or you they quote you an interest rate over four percent and you're at 180 200,000 then there has to be a real good reason why you're welcome to call me and ask me if it's sufficient. We're welcome to compare it with Greg and let Greg tell you if that's wrong or not. But this is what I don't want. And this is what happens and is not fair is you go to your broker and your broker t- gives you one rate. And then I say, well, that compare it with Greg. Greg gives you a great rate. You take it back to your broker. And now your broker says, well, OK, I'll give you that rate, too. Well, that's not fair. Because they should have given you that rate the first time. So now, who do you really trust? Later for that, you just need to stick with, I'm sorry. I know the other people do what loans as well as Greg. But he's the one that I've found. And so that's who I use. Okay? It's like if I go to a restaurant and I know I'm going to get a great steak, I go to that restaurant because I'm going to get a great steak. I'm not going to... If I want a great steak, that's what I want. I'm not going to venture out and try another restaurant if the steak costs $30 these days. If I want a good one, I'm going here because I know I'm going to get a good one here. I'm not going to test the market, I mean, other restaurants and see, well, maybe this steak will be good over here and I'm going to pay $30 over here. No, I go with the sure thing. I'm a sure thing. I do not, I'm not high risk and I don't pay higher interest rates or more money just because somebody I know or a friend of mine or family member or niece or nephew or whatever is in the business of of being a a mortgage broker. No, not doing it. Covered closing costs pretty much. I wanted to talk to you about that, about being um, paid by the lender. Lenders will pay them. Brokers will not. That's on my list. I covered that. If you have any questions about these things that I've talked about so far, call me 404-892-2703. This is a teaching show. I'm trying to teach you all how to do this well. 
And so we are, I'm always open to questions, always. All week along, people text me questions, I answer them. Please feel free to call and ask them because what you ask, somebody else wants to know. 404-892-2703, Real Estate 101, back after the break. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Foreclosures, short sales, reverse mortgages. We talk about it all with Mary Gill on Real Estate 101 on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Welcome back, everyone. News and Talk 1380 WAOK Real Estate 101. I'm Mary Gill. I'm going down a list of things that will help you avoid being a victim as a buyer or seller when we are confronted with the next meltdown. And the next meltdown will only happen as a result of the exact same things that happened before. And that is you falling victim to all of the things that were set up for you to fall victim to. Now, I don't blame you the first time. I never did, even though a lot of people did. Oh, they should have known better. Oh, they should have read the paperwork. Oh, they shouldn't have bought higher than they than they uh, could afford. Well, that was not the case, first of all, for all of you blamers out there blaming the victim. First of all, we've never been confronted with situations like this whereby money was made easy to people. Secondly, you are dangling in front of their face a home that you are currently making affordable with an adjustable rate mortgage and reasoning with them that next year they can refinance into a fixed or in a couple of years they'll have enough equity there whereby they could sell it and make a ton of money because the market is good and it's growing and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, you were lured into this trap and who, who, who doesn't want a home for their children? Who doesn't want that? So, of course, you're going to do it because the reasoning sounds good. That's how you feel victim to it. But now you know. So, one of the things that will keep you from falling victim is knowing the market. It is no longer a buyer's market. That means your agent has to conform the way they do business to the market. What does that mean? Exactly what I told you before. We don't ask for closing costs in our offers because the seller doesn't have to give them to you anyway. 
They're not obligated to it. It comes out of their pockets, out of their money. I currently have a seller right now, and they are not going to pay closing costs, period. That's four or $5,000 that could be in his pocket. Do you think I'm going to let a buyer come along and have my seller pay their closing costs when the lender can pay them? If you don't have them, buyer, no, that's not happening. I'm representing my seller. I'm representing them well. And no, my seller will not be paying your closing costs. So you bring me a offer with a closing cost contribution in it. Well, it will more than likely be rejected or we may, we may negotiate a little bit, but don't expect a ton of closing costs. It's a seller's market. I'm getting two to three showings a day quite frankly, because of the limited inventory. And I don't, we don't have to give you closing costs. So it's not happening. He doesn't have to pay your closing costs. So if you're buying, know that, know that the seller knows the power that they have and they know that they can wait two minutes and they're going to get an offer with no closing costs. That's more money in their pocket and they don't have to give them to you. So you're hurting yourself by asking them. That's what I mean by know, know the market. And your real estate agent should know the market and be conforming the way they do business to the current market. If they're not, then you're with the wrong agent. If the agent says ask for closing costs, then you, I'm not going to say you're with the wrong agent. They can ask for closing costs because I probably would ask for closing costs too, but don't expect them. Be prepared not to get them because the seller doesn't have to pay. Another way you get messed up, especially on new construction, is when you don't have an inspection. All right. Now, what does that mean? Well, the seller is selling their house for a reason. So what do we need to do? We need to, as much as possible, try to determine what that reason is, if possible. So now we, as your agent, have to be somewhat of an investigator. We have to try to find out why they're selling, why they're selling that property. Could it possibly be because there's a foundation problem, a foundation crack, or there's some water issues or mold or whatever that's being covered up and hidden? Well, I may be able to look at and determine that, but an inspector would. So my inspector, so funny because I heard the advertisement for the Isley Brothers, my inspector inspected one of the Isley Brothers' houses. (laughs) And it was huge and it had like a bowling alley in it and all of this stuff. But my inspector is ASHI certified. He's got all the national and local certifications, everything required for new construction. And he's amazing. And if you want to write down his name and number, his name and his business, you can Google it. It's Harry Dawson of Dawson Inspections. I would never, ever in my entire life use anybody else on my own house. And that's who I recommend when my clients ask for a recommendation for an inspector because he's phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. He used to be a builder. Okay? So he's phenomenal. You can get messed up on your inspection because you may be buying a house if you, don't, if you don't have an inspection, you may be buying a house with a, what's called a material defect, which is huge, and you don't even know it, and now you're getting a defective house. Gary, how are you today, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, lady. How are you? Good. What's up? 
Hey, I have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. All right, you said that the market is changing, it's turning around. My question is, you know, sometimes uh, you hear that you can buy a newer home uh, a little better as opposed to what you can get with an older home. Is there any truth to that? That you can buy a newer home and do better than buying an older home? Yes. For the same price and some of the price uh, values. Yes. Uh, Gary, let me tell you why I I encourage, uh, but there are some exceptions, but let me tell you why I encourage you to buy a house that's 1999 or newer, okay? Okay. And that's typically what I look for for my clients is mm-hmm. because it they will it will normally be made of brick, hardy plank siding or maybe vinyl siding depending upon the price range, but usually it's hardy plank siding and that's cement siding. The years prior to that had defective LP siding and we can run into that all day long. Okay. Now, now, if a year prior to that you want to buy, then typically they will have changed out their siding, and then it's still a good buy. Okay? Okay. My other question is this. Those two homes that you just listed mm-hmm. are for its foreclosure. Yes. What is the chances of a person that's been on the bankruptcy being able to buy a home? I think it's two to three years out of bankruptcy. I'm not sure what the guidelines are, but I can give you a phone number to find out. Okay. All right. All right, because I'm um, trying to find that info out for a friend of mine. And uh, I was just listening. He asked me that question. I okay. Didn't, I didn't have the answer, so. Well, All right. would, so are you in a position to take the number down or no? Yes, you, yes, oh, I oh okay. I thought maybe uh-huh. you, I thought maybe you were driving. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, remember, you just may have heard me talk about Greg Clemens at CBC, right? Here's his phone number: seven seven zero. Yes, ma'am. Two five six. Two five six. Three eight four one. Three eight four one. Right. Mister Holmes. Mr. Clemens. Oh, Mr. Clemens, okay. Greg Clemens, and he'll be able to tell you what the current guidelines are. All right, I sure will, and I appreciate it. Thank you and very I much. I enjoy your show. Oh, thanks, Gary. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a good day. Bye. 404-892-2703. We're going through the list of how to become a victim of the upcoming crash that they're saying and they're predicting is going to occur. News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Back in a minute. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. News and Talk 1380 WAOK. Real estate issues? We've got your answers on Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me, Lord. 
Welcome back, everyone. News and Talk 1380 WAOK Real Estate 101. I'm Mary Gill. And these are the things that you need to do to survive the upcoming proposed second crash and not be a victim. So please, even if, in fact, you don't get all of this information, if you know me, if you've heard me, and you know someone who's getting ready to buy a house or sell a house or whatever, and they need some advice, I'm not saying you to use me. I'm not self-promoting. Uh, I just want you to be protected. I'm happy to give you advice without rep- without you being represented. If you are currently represented by an agent, I cannot give you advice. Please know that. Now, if you are currently represented by an agent and you need advice, you can feel free to call into the show. Do not tell me you're represented and ask a general question and I can answer you. But if you're talking specifics about your current contract and about how you're losing your earnest money and your agent isn't doing this or whatever, I can't talk to you about it. I can't help you with it. You're currently represented. It's against license law for me to interfere with a contract and you have a contract with that agent. So just so you know that you can ask general questions all day long on the show without saying you're represented, and I will can answer them, legally answer them. All right, we're getting back to how to not become a victim. Okay, so now you need an expe- inspection on your house on resale, of course, and even on new construction. Now, let me tell you the mentality of the on-site agent. The on-site agent will convince you because guess what you did? Guess what you did? You went into that subdivision without an agent. Why? Because guess what? I don't need any help. I can do this all by myself. And you don't want anybody to help you or tell you anything because you can do this on your own. So you walk into the subdivision, you walk into that office, you talk to the on-site agent, and now you have zero representation. Okay? So now not only is that agent getting your agent's pay, but now you have no representation. And you don't know what you don't know. Okay? So here's the thing. If you think you know it all and you want to go into that new subdivision without an agent, pick a name and a phone book. I don't care if you close your eyes and point to someone. Put somebody's name down on that contract as your agent so that they can at least get paid and you can keep the money within the community if you don't want any help, if you know it all. But if not, keep the money within the community and get help, okay? Get help because you don't know about new construction. The on-site agent will tell you all day long and so will the builder, well, we get county inspections or else we can't continue on with building the house. So the county has inspected the house. Well, guess what? We recently had a pre-drywall inspection on a new construction and we found three sheets of code violations. Three. Three sheets. My inspector did. On a new construction pre-drywall. So that's what I do as a real estate professional is encourage my new construction clients to get inspections pre-drywall and then post-drywall when we're getting ready to move in once the house is up and running. So we presented these things to the builder, said these are code violations, please fix them. And they said they would in an email. So that's legally binding. All right. That's why you need an inspection. 
And that's how you can get messed up and be a victim when you buy a bad house. All right. Other factors that can make you a victim with reference to your purchase are is the school district. If they are a non-performing school district, they don't perform well. All you have to do is look at the this, uh, Google Georgia test scores for high schools. High school is the main thing you need to look at because the middle school and elementary school are what they call feeder schools. They feed into the high school, and the high school is the scores that you need to look at. And then the middle school and the elementary school will be good schools as well because they'll be preparing these children for the high school. That's the best school. So look for the highest scores in whatever county you want to be in and buy in that school district. Otherwise, if you buy in a poor performing school district, then your house is going to decrease in value or not be valuable or it's not going to um, give you a return on your money and you're going to lose money. So one of the things you look for, and these are the formulas that help you from, prevent you from being a victim. You look for a house in a good school district, period. Um, The construction of the house is hugely important. That means you have to pick a good builder. What there's a number of factors that enter into this. What kind? What are they using for their construction materials? How is the layout of the house? We've seen some layouts that just boggle the mind. It's like who thought of this plan? It could not have been a woman. They had no thought whatsoever in the plan because it's not even family effective in the plan. Okay, the construction of the house is hugely important because you guess what? One day you're going to have to sell this house. So I tell my clients when you walk into the house for buying it, look at it like you're going to have to sell it. So look look at the construction of the house. Who is the builder? Google the reputation of the builder. Okay? Now some builders during the crash went quote unquote bankrupt and they came back under different names. They're the same builder. They're using the same tactics. Let me tell you one tactic that they're using that has made you a victim from the previous crash and and now will make you a victim again is because they've gone back into the same subdivisions, bought up the lots now again at a discount. They're building and pricing their houses lower than what the original ones were going for. What does that say? What does that mean to you? If the builders have come back and they're building lower than what you previously bought them for, that means they are the ones that are affecting your values and they are the ones who are bringing down your current values. Now, if the builder went in and started building higher than the previous ones, well, now you know they're a good builder. They at least have some ethics because they're helping bring up the value of your house. They're not helping plummet the value of your house. So you bought a house at 230. Now they're building at 170, 180. What does that do to your values? You've lost value in your house. So you need to investigate your builder. A good builder also has an amazing neighborhood layout. They have good lots. They have nice cul-de-sacs. They've kept trees. The neighborhood looks nice. Okay, it's not just rows and rows of houses that look the same. They have different elevation, and elevation uh, is what the front of the house looks like. They're not allowed to put 
the same elevation next to one another. They have to be certain amount of houses apart. There's a number of things that factor into this, into you buying well. You have to know these things because some agents just don't really care. They just want you to buy anything. 404-892-2703. We come back from the break. We're now, we'll be talking about the seller. How as a seller, you cannot become a victim. And if you have any questions, call 404-892-2703. Mary Gill, back after the break. Real Estate 101 with Mary Gill on News and Talk 1380 WAOK.